This is Masonic Muscle, episode number 23, exercising your body, mind, and soul. I'm going to start this right off with something sad, something that's been going on. Everybody's been paying attention because it's all over the news, and that is uh, what's going on in Afghanistan. And one of the Marines, Hunter Lopez, he was a native of India. He um, was about 21, 22 years old, I believe youngster he was up there and uh, he lost his life just like many of our marines are and civilians in defending our rights our freedoms our country if you haven't watched jocko willink he came out a day or two after uh, the pullout and he came out addressing the nation as if he were the president and he said some things in there. I'm not going to ruin it for you. It's only about three minutes. But if you see it, you're probably going to think the same thing I thought. And that is, why didn't our president address the nation like that? True leadership, strong leadership. So we honor all men who are in the armed services, we honor you. We thank you for your service. And we hope that we can pull out as many of them safely as we can. So on with the program. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that I've already mentioned before. And it's strengthening the two pillars of man and some of the symbolism of the two pillars. And in exercise, as I mentioned before, it's very important to understand the two-pillar concept. In exercise, my two boys, our two cousins that work out with us, our many friends, my best friend, David, he's out in West Virginia, and I'm waiting for him to come back. I hope he doesn't come back fat as fuck, because if he does, man, we got some work to do with you, buddy. We really do. We're going to have to hit you hard, because he might leave again for some more work out in another uh, i think up in northern california now so david if you're listening you're in for a good one man when you get back but david perez um all of the kids everybody who i introduced the trap bar and the trap bar deadlift they love it they love it and this piece of equipment is one of the safest and most efficient ways of working out this exercise alone works out 70% of your body in one shot. And it brings tremendous strength to the two pillars of man, your two pillars, especially when work to its absolute limits. The two pillars I've talked about are your legs. Now, if you start going to the gym, you're going to see something that everybody has seen like I have, and that is, Everybody's working out their upper bodies and hardly anyone's working out their lower bodies with the squat, with the deadlift, with the trap bar deadlift, any kind of lower body workout. They just refuse to do it. And on top of that, they're probably going to have some knee brace or something. And that's going to be their excuse as to why they don't work out their lower bodies. And it's hard work. It is plain and simple. It is very hard work. 
if you begin to work your lower body, you're going to have to do it slowly. And slowly but surely, you put on more and more effort into this one exercise in order to get the results that you are looking for. Work hard to build up your temple of man. And of course, respect all safety precautions. Do, do this in a safe manner. Watch your cadence. Watch your mechanics. Watch your form. And little by little, begin to build up to heavier and heavier weights. And you're going to see what I'm talking about. And if you can't work out this exercise for whatever reason, and I'm talking about the barbell squat, the stiff legged deadlift, the, the trap bar deadlift, then just squat using your own body weight and work up to massive repetitions until your legs grow big and strong, like the Hindu wrestlers that we hear about, or maybe you haven't heard about, but they are out there. And there was one whose picture you can find is, and he went by the name of Gamma. I don't think that was his real name, but uh, it was rumored that he would do 2000 Hindu squats every day and without stopping. It took him about 20 minutes and he was a vegetarian and he developed these tremendous legs, thighs, calves, because a Hindu squat, you don't do them, you know, pushing off uh, your heels or like flat footed. You roll up on your toes at the uh, when as you go down, you're rolling up on your toes, so your calves are getting this tremendous uh, workout. So you can do that. Now, if you combined th those squats with some push-ups, now you got yourself a winner. I've been talking about this, but now I'm describing just a little bit more in depth. And now, if you do ten to ten to twelve sets of push-ups, however many you can do with one or two minute rest intervals, and then followed by 10 to 12 sets of squats, you know, with the one minute to two minute interval of rest, you are well on your way to tremendous improvements in your strength, health, and confidence. Herschel Walker, for those of you that's almost football season, and Herschel Walker is one of the greats of football, played for the Dallas Cowboys, played for the Minnesota Vikings. He did thousands of push-ups, bar dips, pull-ups, and crunches every day. He did not lift a weight in his life. Even when he went to Georgia, he was a Georgia Bulldog and was a star. And I believe he won the Heisman Trophy winner. He still didn't weightlift. It wasn't until he got into the NFL that he had to start weightlifting because it was mandatory there. And then he says that that's when he started getting injured is uh, because of the um, weightlifting. Now, I will say this, my, my uh, friend, David, he, he, if it was up to him, he would do just the squats, barbell squats, or trap bar deadlift and bench press. If he could get his weight, that's what he would do. The simplicity of this routine, the raw effort you must put in week in and week out, and the satisfaction you get from a job well done after each session is well worth the effort and you trying this routine. Go online, find the routine, and we practice what we call abbreviated training. And abbreviated training means you pick one, two, or three exercises. They're compound movements. And so, for instance, 
a, a barbell squat, followed by a bench press, followed by a row. And that's it. And you practice those to its absolute limits, pushing as hard as you can once you build up to your strength and your endurance. And you would be amazed at how much muscle you will build and how many gains you will get. You have to be steady. You have to be consistent. Of course, you have to eat good food, right? And nutritious food and drink plenty of water, get rest, all of these factors that we have learned about over the years that work. And you would, you would get results that you wouldn't get otherwise. And you learn about yourself when you experiment like this. And you learn about yourself with the routine that is simple like this. It tests your resolve to get in shape. This abbreviated working routine that, that we do is not easy. It is hard. It is satisfied, but it, it is extremely satisfying. And I don't know if I've said it before, but I will say it now. We, we don't train uh, to get six-pack abs or, or to look like the models in the Calvin Klein magazines or ads. We don't do that. We train for overall health, for our overall well-being is what we train for. The muscles or the, you know, the, the, the clothes fitting is better is, is, is secondary to our overall health. You, it helps to think more clearly. It helps us to deal with stress better. And just like Dan Pena said in one of his videos, he said that he hates to work out just like uh, Jack Lane did, but it makes, he says, but it makes me stronger. And with the stronger body comes a stronger mind, strong body, strong mind, get the blood flowing, fill your lungs up with fresh oxygen, oxygenate your bloodstream, hydrate, eat nutritious foods, work out outside where the fresh air and sun hits your body, helping it to produce vitamin D to strengthen your immune system and learn how your body works both inside and outside and take control of your health as above so below now the power of the sun hitting our body is something that the ancients have been talking about for thousands of years the sun the giver of light it gives without wanting anything in return it doesn't judge you and it keeps uh, it keeps on giving so soak it up as much as you can Without getting, you know, the occasional skin cancer or, you know, little things like that, you know, be 20 minutes, I think is good enough for all of us. And it's going to help our overall body get stronger. Quick announcement. Brethren and listeners, whoever you are out there, don't forget to subscribe to uh, Masonic Muscle, the, you know, this podcast on iTunes and Spotify. And if you go to iTunes, give me a review. And help me continue to put out content. Another thing, you can also reach me at MasonicMuscle357 at gmail.com. Write in and tell me what you would like to hear about. And let's see, if we can, let's see what we can do to begin to work it in. All right. Also, I'm on Instagram and also on Masonic Muscle. And I want to begin to do something that's going to be completely unique to Masonic podcasts. And it may be... Not what I, you know, what you've been hearing, you know, exercise and, and um, you know, 
uh, Masonic history and origins and some symbolism. But I would like to hear from you guys. I would like to hear from you, brethren, members who are, people who are members of of a lodge anywhere in the United States around the world. And and tell me if your lodge, if you have experienced something in your lodge, if you've seen a ghost, if there are ghosts, if there are hauntings in there, if you've experienced something, you know, uh, a supernatural. Uh, and I'm not talking about you performing rituals or, you know, these other strange rituals. No, I'm just talking about something. Uh, let, let's. Because a lot of these lodges have these the character, they're old, and they've been, you, you know, uh, they they didn't start off as Masonic lodges, and you know, a group of brothers got together and they needed a building, so they hunted for a building and they found that one, and they didn't know about the history. So next thing you know, you know, we're we're experiencing all kinds of of uh, weird phenomena. Let let us know. I think people want to hear about this, or if you met someone strange and they told you all these strange stories about uh freemasonry and the history that'll be cool uh, write to me again i'll be at masonic muscle 357 at gmail.com and i think that'll be a pretty cool little little segment of this podcast and who knows maybe maybe uh i'll start producing two episodes a week and one of them will be dedicated to these supernatural experiences that have happened inside of masonic lodge how about that what do you guys think let me know now back to what I was talking about, right? Freemasonry, the two pillars, two pillars of man and the two pillars of Freemasonry. Now in Freemasonry, we have two pillars, but there are more if you think about it. But the two that I'm going to talk about are wisdom and strength. And in the world of exercise, you will eventually suffer an injury. Many of these injuries get avoided in time with experience which brings wisdom now we had an injury here uh about two or three weeks ago and steve sanchez he was all excited and he was getting pumped up and he's big and strong he's a ex-marine or he continues to be a marine i believe he never stopped being a marine and we're working out hard and everybody's in there and he puts on too much weight on the bench press and something blows out in his shoulder and so Later on, and he just admitted it right in uh, the last podcast, he said, yeah, I went in there and I was an inner apprentice and I wanted to become a master, a mason, and it just doesn't happen that way. And he hurt his shoulder. Now, he's still working out with us, but now he's healing from an injury and he can't do any pushing movements. And these are, extra, these are injuries that we avoid over time. And we apply that knowledge and that knowledge, when we apply it like that, becomes wisdom. And in the world of exercising, you will eventually suffer an injury like I'm just talking about. And many of these injuries get avoided in time. You will avoid a lot of these injuries with experience. And you, and you, you think about it. You, get, you let your ego out of the way. You push your, you, you leave your ego at the door. Because we are not competing against anybody except ourselves. You understand how hard to push, how much weight to lift, how many sets to do, and how long to rest in between sets. And you get your results. This is called wisdom. 
Now, if you apply your wisdom in this fashion, then you will increase your muscular strength, but also your mental strength. Now, if we apply, apply this to Freemasonry, we are introduced to grammar, logic, and rhetoric. And these are crucial for us to understand what is being said to us, no matter what medium you get information from. And we get inf information from all kinds of medium, especially with these social apps now. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. And if we as Masons had been practicing logic or grammar, logic, and rhetoric like we were supposed to, we, I believe, we would be helping and clearing a lot of this confusion that's going on all around the world now. To be able to think clearly and logically Eliminate emotional thinking and argumentation. And now combine that with a powerful exercise routine. And we are well on our way to thinking better, using better words, and then acting in accordance with those thoughts and words. We can strengthen our immune systems. We've been being told that for years and years and years and years. How? Well, by daily exercise, eating nutritious foods, getting enough rest. But what we're not taught is how to strengthen our mental immune system. And for a lot of people out there that have been studying the trivium, they believe and we believe that this will strengthen your mental immune system. How? Well, when you begin to practice it, you're virtually, you're basically downloading a virtual program into your mind. And that is grammar, logic, and rhetoric. And once you do that, it begins to kick in. It takes a while because you have to practice it. Just like we do at Palm Springs Lodge, we provide this. That's our community outreach. That's, that's our charitable contribution to our community where we practice the trivium. And, uh, and, and we practice the Socratic method. And it helps us to defend against all the false information that we are being bombarded with 24 hours a day. And the false information is coming from all sides. I am not taking any side. Left, right, middle, Republican, Democratic, liberal. I'm not taking any of those sides. What I am saying is that there's a lot of us that take what we're hearing on the news and we are actually convincing ourselves that that is our research and this is not correct. The people who have been studying the Socratic method, the people who have been studying the trivium have been living a, a life far richer, I believe, because their mental awareness is, is, is very high. And they are very critical of what they hear, of what uh, people say. The seven liberal arts and sciences, starting with the trivium of grammar, logic, and rhetoric, has been connected with Freemasonry since 1390 which was 
I believe, which which originated in the Regis manuscript of 1390, which I talked about in, you know, quite a number of my previous episodes. And I think it's time to start delving into it just a little bit better because grammar, logic, rhetoric, wisdom, strength, and beauty, um, you know, the uh, grammar, logic, and rhetoric. You have the, you know, the uh, the three principal officers of the lodge. Uh, you have the sun, moon, and master of the lodge. You have all these threes, and you have all these geometrical symbols that are pointing to the truth. And maybe this is part of the key to get us out of all this confusion. And part of that, and part of that, getting out is you taking control of your health, me taking control of my health. And that requires heavy lifting, heavy lifting in the mental arena, not, not in my dungeon, the garage, gym, the mental arena, where everybody is super lazy and everybody believes that they understand what's going on because they watched 24 hours of CNN or C-SPAN or ABC or NBC and they refuse to go into the documents and do the research themselves. To think for yourself is a privilege. To think for yourself is a great responsibility because it'll begin to free you. It'll begin to help you formulate your own thoughts. It'll begin to help you get out of your own mind to be able to express yourself to others in a way that will not create conflict. It will challenge you. It will force you to look at what you thought you believed and you can do it. And I believe Freemasonry could have been at the forefront of this, especially when part of one of our degrees is pointing directly to that, the seven liberal arts and sciences. And, you know, you can come and work out with me here in the dungeon and uh, work out with everybody here. These, ex these workouts are free, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you right now that those physical workouts are nothing compared to the mental workouts that you will be forced to undertake once you begin to learn the Socratic method, once you begin to learn grammar, logic, and rhetoric, because it will force you, it will divest you of your own biases, prejudices, and your own beliefs until finally we all come to something called a mature mind where we are able to entertain multiple ideas and not prescribe to any one of them. So, this is Masonic Muscle, and we are strengthening your body, mind, and soul. Until next time.